Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for June 30th, 2016, the end of June, would you believe? This is episode 74 of Podcast Today, so, you know, I haven't given up yet. <laughs> Which is, is the benchmark for all great quality audio. How long do you go without giving up? Anyway, I, I slightly lied the other day when I said I was going to review the turtles. I was going to review the turtles. I'm just doing it a day later than I said I would. So, sorry. I'm sure everyone was waiting with bated breath for a review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows and what they ended up getting was me listing 22 different ways to say hello in as many in 22 different languages so that was probably a disappointment anyway Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows is the 2016 sequel to the 2014 film which I reviewed two days ago on podcast today you can go back and listen to that all the cast from the first film more or less return Megan Fox returns as April O'Neil Will Arnett returns as Vern Fenwick her cameraman pal Tyler Perry stars as Baxter Stockman, and Stephen Amell joins the franchise as Casey Jones. The one exception is that Johnny Knoxville does not return. He voiced one of the turtles in the first film, and clearly, clearly was not up for doing the second one. <laughs> the film also has Seamus playing um, Rocksteady, as well as Gary Anthony Williams playing Bebop. So it had our, our national hero Seamus, probably the greatest actor known to man, definitely the greatest pro wrestler known to man, representing Ireland on a global stage, doing us proud, playing a giant rhinoceros. Well, he's a human for a while, then he becomes a giant rhinoceros. And one of my bigger problems with this film, how they were turned into giant rhinoceroses. Is rhinoceroses, is that a word? Is that the plural of rhinoceros? I don't know. Apparently CM Punk auditioned for the role of Rocksteady, but lost to Seamus, so. <laughs> I would have thought he would have been a good Casey Jones, if he's actually a half decent actor. Apparently Johnny Knoxville was not asked to return to do the voice of Leonardo, by the way, so Pete Plazek did it instead. Good for him. I'm sure Johnny Knoxville is just too expensive. But the first one made money, and this one made a little less. It's just, just, it's made its money back on a budget of 135, it's currently made 155. This is, it's inferior to the first one, which is saying something considering I didn't think particularly highly of the first one. Some people thought it was better, I thought it was, it's longer, which is, is a definite negative because it just feels a little more aimless and ambling and it's at least the first one was relatively tight and, and quick, easy to watch. If a film like this isn't going to be great, being quick and easy to watch is at least the next best thing. And this was long, incoherent at times, not particularly entertaining. It had more action, but again, none of the action was very good. It was a decent car chase here and there, but like there's there's no scene in this film in which I was like, oh yeah, turtles kicking butt, that's cool. It's just like, oh, the turtle is still looking weird. It's like they, they CGI'd them and then punched them in the face, did the CGI equivalent of punching them in the face 15, 16 times. And it's like, yes, that's how our turtles look. The film revolves around Krang trying to get his Technodrome into the Earth to destroy it for reasons we were never really told. I have no idea why Krang wanted to destroy Earth. It's just not, not a thing they went into. I don't know why Shredder wants to destroy Earth. They didn't go into that in the last film either. Shredder's just like, yeah, I will help you in destroying Earth. Is, is it just because he's a bad guy? He just hates people? He's not a people person? Bit of an introvert? Just wants to destroy everybody just to get over his social anxiety? It's understandable. Social anxiety is the worst. But I wouldn't destroy Earth to stop it. So Krang wants him to find this, this teleporter thing that he tried to send to Earth but broke on entry or something or other. I don't know why he didn't try and go get it himself. Who knows? But <laughs> see, this, this annoys me. Krang gave... Shredder magic juice that turned Bebop and Rocksteady into a rhinoceros and a warthog. And the, the, the crux of the film is that the turtles get their, ha their hands on that same magic ooze and they're like, oh, it can turn us back into 
well, I was going to say turn us back into humans. There were never humans. It can turn us into humans. The idea of the, in this film, the idea of Bebop and Rocksteady turning into those animals was it awoke a dormant gene within them. There is no dormant human gene within turtles. That makes no sense. You can't awake something that's not there. And then they drove tension between the turtles, which is like, ugh. In this kind of film, I'm, I was okay with them driving tension between the freaking teams in Civil War, for example, because that had stakes and that actually paid off that tension without, you know, taking the pretty easy solution of just saying, we're all pals again, yay, which is what this film did, which is the reason I hate when they do. It's like, ooh, our team's going to fall apart because of infighting. And, and it's like, and that stuff never lands because you just know they're going to get back together. And they're going to be happy and they're going to fight Krang. Krang was... I was going to say cool, but... Yeah. Shredder had less knives. That is almost disappointing. You think you would upgrade from knives to more knives. He downgraded from knives to less knives. He did look more traditionally like Shredder in this film, though. So, so there was that. And Krang looked more or less like Krang. His, his kind of suit of armor was less goofy. Which I was almost disappointed because I like the, the, the goofiness of both Shredder and Krang. They're almost punchlines in, in the old cartoon. Anyway, I've never read the Turtles comics. But there are punchlines. And the Krang was kind of a punchline here too. Because he's a giant brain in a robot suit. <laughs> he is inherently a punchline. Whereas then there's the contrast to Shredder who takes things super seriously but always fails. And then people from Rocksteady who are comic relief. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it's not funny. The action isn't great. It's longer than it should be. It's less coherent, less tightly paced. It, it doesn't fizz along at any real satisfactory speed. The plot is silly. The stakes are silly. The idea that they can turn themselves into humans even though they were never humans. If anything, they should revert back to their turtle form. Just regular old turtles. Yeah. Out of the shadows as well. Spoilers, they actually never get really out of the shadows. So what's the name of the film for? Nah. Apparently this is set to be a trilogy if this makes enough money to justify making a third. So, more turtles. Maybe. Who knows. Maybe they'll make a good one once they finally... They've had two films practice. Surely with the third one, you should be able to make a good Turtles film. So the Turtles be not super steroid freaks and have them do some ninja kung fu and slashy slash. That's all I want out of this film. And some decent gags and less broiness. There's your, your template to improving this film. <laughs> you can listen to new episodes of podcasts today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can listen to episodes of The Weekend Show at the same link. Subscribe on iTunes at the TWS Network. Just search TWS Network. Subscribe on YouTube. Check me out on Twitter at Garrett Kidd, -E -T -T -E Thanks for listening and bye-bye.